Hello everyone, this is Andrea. This is Natalie. And you're listening to Tipsy, Tipsy Tias. And this is a very special episode. This is episode 3.5. Yes, bitch. We <laughs> are continuing from last week, but for us, we're just going straight through it. Guys, I am gone. Not gonna lie. <laughs> um, I've discovered that the flu makes me immune to alcohol, <laughs> so that's my super special skill right now. I'll put that on my resume. But anyway, we're back to answer the rest of your questions because honestly, these are too good not to share. Mm-hmm. Let's just jump back into it. Mm-hmm. So our question comes in from hetero who. How do you break things off with a person you're hooking up with who's really sweet but catching feelings without breaking their heart? Please help me, Thias. And then they sent in a follow-up later. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> me again. Sorry if it helps. The person is a cancer. That does help. Thank you, hetero who. Um, look, let me just quickly, let me just quickly look up cancers for you because cancers are going to hold a grudge. <laughs> God, please know that this is coming from her and not me. <laughs> I feel like it can't, cancers, are, at least from my I'm personal s- experience, cancers can take things a little personally. If you've been hooking up with this person and you've always been honest with them about what your intentions are, um, then you're completely in the right and you really shouldn't feel bad about anything that you do because you've always been honest. Of course, if you haven't been honest, that's a little messy. That is a little messy. I mean, it sounds... It sounds like they've been it honest. It sounds like you mm-hmm. guys have been honest. If you say you've just been hooking up and they're starting to catch feelings, mm-hmm. then I think this sounds, at least to me, like mm-hmm. an arrangement that was set up in advance to say, like, hey, you know, this is what we're going to be doing and this is what we're not going to be doing. Yeah. Um, as somebody who catches feelings really easily but wishes she didn't, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, maybe this person is starting to catch feelings but is aware of what the status quo is yeah that's true because honestly it's not it's not just on you to decide what mm -hmm. to do with this relationship yeah because personally for me um you know i can catch feelings and still be very logically minded in the things that i do after catching feelings and i think you should give this person the benefit of the doubt as well um and kind of have an open conversation and be like hey you know like just checking in again um you know, like, I really don't have any intentions for this beyond what we've been doing in the past. Yeah. And then maybe that would that'd be their opening. You know, that'd be yeah. their chance to, like, open and be like, yeah, same here. Or, like, you know what? Actually, checking in with myself, haven't been doing so great. I think yeah. I'm going to call feelings. Yeah. Because you, you also have to let them have the opportunity to catch feelings and then decide what to do with their feelings. Yeah, because maybe you're right to be worried and they will try to pursue something more or maybe they can compartmentalize and maybe it'll be awkward but you're both doing something that you are into and want and are being consensual about because i mean speaking from my own experience there have been times where i caught feelings um when i definitely should not have but i was also able to shut myself down did that take the feelings away? No. But I also knew, like, hey, this isn't going to happen. But I'm also happy with where we are right now. Yeah. So, like, maybe this person can do that. If it seems like they cannot and they're also not willing to recognize that, then you definitely should say something. But, again, if you've been honest from the start, I don't think it would be bad to continue doing so. 
Yeah. And just, you know, talk. And if you are really sure, like, you're sure that maybe they have bad intentions or they're, like, thinking, like, oh, I can change this person. Oh, oh, oh. That's bad. Bitch. Yes. Run. Leave. Mm -hmm. Get out. I... I have been in situations or seen my friends in situations where people have been trying to be manipulative and turn something that is not going anywhere into something more. And that is a no-no. You need to save yourself and get out. Do not care about this person's feelings because they're obviously not caring about yours. I mean, like, if that is the case, and I really hope it's not because that gets messy or that can get messy. But if that is the case... Take care of yourself first. And honestly, like, if you need to just, like, if you need an out, because I know it's, it's easy to say, like, oh, you know what, just, like, back off and, like, go some and call it a day. Um, but if you need, like, an excuse or, like, a slow out, that's fine, too. Like, maybe, like, stop meeting them as often. You know, you don't have an established relationship where you owe this person much more than that. And then, honestly, like... Just tell them it's not working out anymore. Yeah, just... And then eventually, yeah, just tell them, like, you know what, like, I'm sorry, but, like... They don't have to explain. Yeah. That's true. You don't. Have you don't to have explain. to explain. Mm-hmm. Is ghosting wrong in some situations? Yes. I obviously don't know the full details of your situation, so I can't tell you if it's wrong or not in your case. But it's also not wrong whatsoever to just say this isn't working out without an explanation. I mean, you're saying something, and that's fine. That's mm-hmm. all they need, really. I mean, it's really it's really kind of you to be concerned about breaking their heart. But you also don't want to burrow yourself further into yeah. a problem. Because it, it's probably only going to get worse. Yeah. And unless you're, like, amazing or Rihanna or something, you saying <laughs> you don't feel the same way is not going to be the end for them. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm kind of invested in this a little bit. So I'm invested, too. Keep us in the loop. Yeah. Header who? Let us know. Like, like set up a new email account. Use that new email account to set up a SoundCloud account. Comment. Let us know what happens. I'm intrigued. Yeah. I'm invested. I want to know. But good luck. Like, definitely. Yeah, good luck. This sounds like a hard place to be. Mm -hmm. And I definitely do not envy you. But I also want things to work out. For for both of you, potentially. Not saying work out, like, stay together. together, But, like, separate. (laughs) But, like. But hopefully everyone can leave the situation at least somewhat okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's all okay. you can really aim for that's sometimes. All, that's all we can ever yeah. really aim for. Yeah. God. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Let's see here. Stranger Banks wants to know, how did you realize you were queer? What has it been like defining your identity? Stranger Banks, let me have a drink real quick. <laughs> Sippy sip. <laughs> I actually do need a ruffle. I always, I always talk about my root. I love talking about you my root. You do, you do love talking about your root. For you, it was definitely a lot more clear than it was for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just do my little tidbit. I share this one a lot. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but let me set the scene. Andrea is a 14-year-old <laughs> at an all-girls boarding school. We know where this is going. <laughs> no, it's not really going much more than that. Yeah. Um, it's just like I was like like I was on Netflix and I was just looking up random movies. So I just like clicked on whatever was suggested to me and up popped, but I'm a cheerleader. Iconic movie. I watched it, felt for it, got up from the bed I was in, and I ran to the mirror. I looked in it, looked at myself, and I like yelled out, Oh my God, I'm gay. 
God, you're so dramatic. And then I like ran back to bed and like cried <laughs> because I'm a drama queen. You are a drama queen. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And then like I didn't think about it for a while. Like I kind of like I was like I'm not gonna think about that for a good bit. Mm-hmm. And then I came back to it. Um, and you know, honestly, like I've identified as so many different things since that moment in my life. For a really long time, I identified as queer, and then I went back to lesbian, and then I went back to queer, and then like right now I'm having like a lesbian moment. Um, for me, I've always tried to like think about it like it's not my full identity, but at the same time, it accidentally does become a lot of my identity. And like I look at a lot of my friends and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I've definitely like thought about that a little bit while choosing my friends. But I don't think that's like a bad thing because mm-hmm. as a queer person, you have to do you have to be very thoughtful and conscious mm-hmm. of all your choices in order to survive. That's true. Um and you know, sometimes being around those people can be really healthy. Yeah, it can be healthy and it can be nurturing. That's what yeah. I'm looking for. It can be really nurturing. It can make you feel really normal again like sometimes like like sometimes going off our campus where it's very like queer friendly it can be like a culture shock and I can kind of go into like a moment of like oh you know what as much as like college is difficult I am thankful for some aspects of it but yeah that's been how it's been for me I don't know Natalie share your story your route I did not have I don't have a route Mm -hmm. I definitely did not have as clean or clear of a like epiphany as you did i mean now that i'm out to myself i mean i'm out to everybody but like now that i've accepted myself it's super obvious that i've always been queer like i remember when i was little i had a life-size barbie doll (laughs) and i could have i had to be like um younger than five and i would get married to my barbie doll i love that that's so sweet (laughs) um i like pretend we had a ceremony and everything and, like, other things, like, throughout the years, but I actually did not um, come out in general or to myself until my freshman year of college because growing up, I did not know that there was something other than lesbian, gay, or straight. I didn't know that people could like someone of multiple genders, um, and I identify as bisexual. Um, I used to identify as pan, but, I mean, like, I'll get into that later. So I... Knew I liked men. So I thought, okay, I obviously can't be a lesbian because I like men. I didn't know that you could like both. And then whenever I found out you could like both, I heard a lot of really biphobic statements from people that I was really close to, like people in my family. Um, I remember really vividly, I was in a car with a few family members and one of them said that there was no such thing as bisexuals. It was just a bunch of attention whores, basically just, you know, doing whatever they could to be looked at people who were just um sex crazed or different like things like that like bisexuals weren't real they were fake it was just straight people or gay people looking for attention and that really hurt me that like to this day it sticks with me and it hurts like especially to hear somebody that you're close to that you look up to that you think of as like a safe um figure in your life to hear that from them and then reflect on that and think that might be me that's hard so I think for a long time I I knew I was bi but I didn't want to accept it so Mm. I just pushed that away I pushed that away and then I came to college where like you said it's very queer friendly everybody's very accepting or people for the most part are very accepting where I was finally given space away from everyone 
um, who would say these things. And I could really dig deeper into myself and say, uh, dude, you're really fucking gay. That I was like, that I could accept myself. But even then, it was very messy. So I remember it was a very long search. A lot of, a lot of Tumblr. A lot of looking at different terms. But anyway, so I was doing like a lot of um, research on Tumblr. And um, bisexual doesn't have to mean just you're interested in men and women. It can mean two or more genders. But I also saw the term pansexual, which means attraction to all genders, which is what I feel. I feel attraction to all genders. But more importantly than that, it wasn't bi. Mm -hmm. I had never heard anything bad said about pansexuals, so I really stuck to that. So whenever I came out to my family, I used the term pansexual because I think it was maybe a bit easier for them to grasp. Mm -hmm. There was definitely a feeling that it was kind of I don't want to say fetishized, but whenever I explained, like, I don't care about somebody's gender, I just like people for who they are, a few members of my family kind of looked at that as, like, oh, that's so sweet and pure. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, you just see people. Oh, that's so, like, that's so, like, wholesome and nice and la-la-la. And I'm like, no, I want to bang them. (laughs) Like, it's elevating you as a justification. Yes. Yes. It's, like... Turning it into something more, which makes me feel really uncomfortable, but not as uncomfortable as it would have been if I had said I'm bisexual and they went back to that, like, mm-hmm. attention-seeking whore thing. Because I I would not be able to do that. But um, now I'm a lot more comfortable um, identifying as bisexual. I think that's a more comfortable label for me. I do call myself, like, gay or queer. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like... Coming into it has been so good for me and my health. (laughs) And, like, accepting that. I mean, obviously, this is coming from a place of privilege because my, for the most part, my um, friends and family do accept me for who I am. There are a few who still think I'm going through a phase or whatever and fuck them. But, I mean, like, coming out to myself and being able to say, like, I'm gay or even be able to have gay thoughts. And that sounds so stupid. But, honestly, just being able to, like, be in public and look at a woman and be like, damn, she's fine. It's so good for me because I don't feel guilt about it. Um, my mental health is a lot better than it was when I was trying to, like, suppress those feelings. Mm-hmm. And, again, this is coming from a place of privilege because, like, I know people who suffered a lot after they came out. But, like, for me personally, coming into my queerness or whatever has been so good and so healthy. And I'm so happy about it. And I'm so gay. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's definitely, like, something I think about a lot because, like, sometimes people place it's, like, the reaction that the people you come out to, that's everything. But I think you also have to think about the long term because, like, when I came out to my mother, it was a very negative – it was a very negative experience. Um, and I feel like a lot of people would have judged what my mother said or, like, did, but very quickly, you know, we, like, started patching things up. And she really put in the work – to kind of like learn who I was and honestly I'd I'd considered my mom really close friend of mine even before that but after that like I consider my mom one of my best friends and like Mm -hmm. and it started off in a point where like we wouldn't even talk about it for like a year and then it slowly started being like she'd mention it she'd ask about it and like then over this summer like we're at the point where she was sending me memes about me not having a girlfriend like (laughs) I love that (laughs) and so I'm like you know like that's what's what I think that that's also equally good because that's like someone like going beyond their situation like going beyond all the things that they've learned 
growing up as well because I can't fault my mother for growing up in a household that was very homophobic. Yeah. Um, I can only really be thankful that she loves me enough to go beyond that and, yeah. and keep learning and keep trying. Yeah. Um, so, like, once again, like, it's not about coming out. Like, you don't have to come out to anyone if you don't want to. Um, but also, if you do come out and it's not the best possible experience ever that, like, you can, like, like make into a TV moment doesn't mean that it can't be that in the future either. Yeah. Also, um, you talking about your mom reminded me when I was, uh, I think this was like probably somewhere between um, eighth and eleventh grade. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a bit hazy to me. So, but somewhere <laughs> between there, when I was kind of like, I definitely find attraction to not dudes, but I don't know what that means. I asked my mom what she would do if she was if I um, told her I was gay, mm-hmm. and she told me um, she would cry because I wouldn't be able to have a wedding. But obviously, <laughs> I took that as you'd cry because I was gay, not because I can't have a fucking wedding. Mm-hmm. So I think that was also what like definitely pushed me further into the proverbial closet. But um, and I was really scared. I was crying the entire time that I came out to her. She actually told me that she was really fucking mad after because she thought, like, something horrible had happened to me because I was crying that much. Um, And this was over the phone. But, like, I remember not long after, like, no – less than a month. Less than a month after, um, I was telling her about how I was getting ready to go out. And she was saying something about how um, whatever – I don't know. I don't know. She was – I can't remember exactly what she said. But I remember she was talking about, like, people that I would be attracted to. And she used um, a gender neutral. She used gender neutral pronouns, mm-hmm. and I remember being so happy about. I cried. Yeah, it's like little things it's that are like things. just it's like the smallest things. get you, and you're like, that's that. Yeah. Phrase, that little thing is filled with love. Yeah, and I know. Um, I mean, like, well, I've, obviously, I don't know how much work it took, but I know that's not something she would have done before I came out. Mm-hmm. So just knowing that the, like, she was making an effort helped. A lot. Uh, I and, still, I still, oh, no, go on. Well, I was just going to say, like, again, this, we're making this all about us. But <laughs> it is about us, though. That's the question. Is, uh, <laughs> shut up. Shut up. But anyway, I'm saying, like, if you're worried about yourself or your family or friends or whoever you're close to, just know that there are support systems out there. And if it's not your mom who's going to make you cry because they did something right, <laughs> then it's going to be somebody else. Yeah. Because there are people out there. We will love and support you. But no, but honestly, like, some of, like, I, like, my sexuality has separated me from some of my family members. Um, And, yeah, of course that hurts. That hurts. But at the same time, like, it only hurts for a while. And then you kind of start filling in those things with the people you love in general and friends become the family. The people who love you. Yeah, and the family that does support me means so much more to me. And then, you know, and that blood family, isn't everything. Yeah, blood isn't everything. Yeah. And also, if you have any other specific questions that you want to ask us, um, not on air, like, we're... We're, we're here. We yeah. want to support you. I remember that struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... You know her names. <laughs> please, yeah. please feel free to reach yeah. out. Slide into our DMs now that we have our Instagram. <laughs> oh my god! But actually, like outside of like constantly plugging ourselves, like please, yeah, please know that we're here for you. If you, even if this is somebody I fucking hated, mm-hmm. I'm here for you. 
Yeah. Because I remember. Yeah. Because, like, you know, how like, hard. this is something. I remember. Yeah, yeah. That struggle. I remember how hard it was for me to accept. So, yeah. If nobody else is there, <laughs> we're here for you. Yeah. Tipsy Theos are gay and they love the other gays. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> so, this question comes in from. Ooh, this is a, quite an order. Um, asterisk. Donna Summer's voice and asterisk. Love to love you, baby. Do the Donna Summer. Donna Summer. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> fucking hell. I love. How, I, I love know. how this is where I'm like stumbling in before. I was just like. And <laughs> 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 the thing is, like, literally, I'm not. I'm not joking. I'm completely sober. So this question comes from. Oh, and there is a special request, and of course, I'm always here to please. So <laughs> yeah, she is. Um, love to love you, babe. <laughs> you can't do what it. kind of Donna? So-, so this person requested that we um, state their alias with a Donna Summers voice, but obviously we cannot. No, but okay, that's a kind of a high bar. <laughs> um yeah. please sing one of this legend's most legendary songs in that voice <laughs> as a non-singer i have many positive qualities um you know i have like a lot what? to bring the t- <laughs> I, have a- Shh. I have a lot to bring to the table <laughs> but unfortunately my singing voice is we not know. one of those things <laughs> but anyway the question is Hola, mis tías. I've been thinking a lot lately about love from within. I've been feeling lately like I pour my entire heart out for the people I love, but not because my family or loved ones ask or expect me to. I just love to love others, but I lag when it comes to myself. I just don't bring that same energy and passion for my own needs as I would while standing 1000% for my friends. If either of you struggle with this, how do you try to find that balance? How do you to try to manifest love within yourself? What actions or steps do you take to nourish and invest in yourself? I definitely vibe with this question. Same. Because I used to be so, I mean, I'm still self-conscious. I'm still can be shy, but I used to be obscenely shy. And I used to be very. Um, I don't think this is asking about shyness, though. No, no. But I think that when you're shy, you lack that, like, self confidence sometimes you're questioning yourself a lot you're thinking or at least for me i was yeah. questioning myself a lot and i was really just thinking a lot of like negative things about myself um and i know people are constantly talking about like self-care self-worth self-love but you can't just like automatically spring that on yourself yeah it takes a lot of time and work to mm-hmm. get to that point where you can say i am worthy of my own time and attention and sometimes I need to put myself first yeah and a lot of it for me was fake it till you make it like I oh no that's my entire life yeah because I I will act more confident than I am I will act like I'm the fucking bomb like I will pull out those power moves mm -hmm, mm -hmm. drop your voice a few yeah like a few thousand (laughs) decibels um you know and and then at the end of the day, like, I've pretended, which sounds horrible, but, like, I've pretended I like myself so much that I actually, like, forgot that I'm lying, and it started to become my actual self. And you love yourself. I love myself. You do. Um, and it took a lot of hard work. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe I overshot it a little. But, Just a little. But it's fine. Um, so I, I think, like, a lot of the time you 
the way I, at least, okay, this is, honestly, like, this isn't going to work for everyone, but the way I manifest it myself is just by, like, pretending I already do. I'm definitely one of those people that is going to put everybody else before me, mm-hmm. or if not before me, then I'm going to try to take care of everybody else in addition to myself, but then eventually leave myself on the back burner. One thing that really helped me was um, my first year, I got an internship where I was spending a lot of time by myself because the commute was super long both ways. Lunch hours, they were like staggered and weird, so I had to be alone most of the time. But just like taking time to be alone and do things that I would usually do with other people. And I hate sounding like a fucking sorority girl site. I'm like, take yourself out on dates. But actually, like, take yourself out on dates. Take time to be present with yourself. That helped me a lot because, I mean, it was terrifying at first because I was like, oh, my God, people are going to think I'm so lame because I'm out at this restaurant, like, sit-down restaurant eating lunch alone. But I was like, no, this is fine. I'm going to, like, eat my food and, like, enjoy it and be with my thoughts. But I don't know. I think that really helped because I was like, I am worthy of my own time. I deserve to do the things that I want to do. And that was just really helpful. So I don't know. Maybe take some time to just be with yourself, like, and commit to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, like, the, there's a – in the question, it's, like, nourish and invest in yourself. And I think, like, keyword invest because – Treat yourself. Uh-huh. 2K18. Exactly. Like, you know, and sometimes we act like, oh, certain material items are frivolities or unnecessary. And yeah, they are unnecessary in the grand scheme of things, but I consider a lot of things necessities. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, maybe I don't need to buy a new eyeliner, but also I love to sit down and, like, look at myself in the mirror and, like, put in 10 minutes extra Ooh. in my schedule just to put on my eyeliner. To me, and highlight. I love highlight. <laughs> Do you really think Fenty highlight is all that? Probably not. No. I'm sorry, Rihanna. Please forgive me. It is not. But am I going to go spend a ton of money on it? Yeah. Yes. Because mm-hmm. it makes me feel good. Yeah. And I like looking at it on my dresser. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, treat yourself. If something makes you happy, it makes you happy. Yeah. And don't feel guilty about feeling happy unless you're, like, spending money on Fenty when you should be buying <laughs> dinner for your three kids. Yeah. I mean, like, please buy dinner for your three kids. Or, like, you're do- oh, my God, please do not buy Fenty over dog food or something like that. <laughs> buy the dog food. But, like, always put your dog before yourself. Yes, for yourself and before your children. Feed <laughs> the dog. But, like... Don't don't feel guilty about treating yourself every once in a while mm-hmm. because you're worth it. Yeah. Uh, what is that? Maybelline? No, uh, no, no, no. Maybe no. She, maybe it's maybe um maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah. yeah. What's because you're worth it? I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember either. Uh, comment and tell us. I'm yeah. gone. I don't want to Google. That's boring. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you're definitely right about like taking those like small moments because now that I'm thinking about it, for you, it was like going to the restaurants, and for me, it's like sitting down and doing my makeup. Um, I don't care about my hair. I don't really find enjoyment out of clothing, but I don't know what it is about putting on. Like, eyeliner, specifically eyeliner. (laughs) But, like, for me, it's, like, this is my moment. The whole day can stress me out, but this is just for me. Yeah. Um, I love that shit. Yeah. Find out. Look, take some time to find the things that bring you enjoyment and invest in them. 
So if it's doing your eyeliner, make sure you set aside some time to do your eyeliner. Buy yourself some fucking bougie-ass eyeliner that maybe isn't all that, but that makes you happy to see. Because, not gonna lie, sometimes I like things just because they're nice. Mm-hmm. Or they're supposed to be nice or whatever. There's fucking status symbols and it's gonna, like, bring me into a whole other tattoo. <laughs> but you know what? If it makes you happy, it makes you happy. Yeah. Also, I'm really mad. I just got a snap from a fuckboy. <laughs> On air. On air. Do not <laughs> invest in fuckboys, <laughs> even if that's your type. Yeah. Just kidding. I'm going to invest in fuckboys because that is my type. Oh, my God. I hate myself. <laughs> no love yours. I love myself, but I hate my type. Because we all funny. know my type is tragic. Yeah. Well, it's not the most redeeming of types, I guess. <laughs> if you're a soft boy, hits me, hit me up. <laughs> hits me up. If you're a sad girl, hits me up. <laughs> if you're a meme lord. If you have a dog, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> I have a dog back home. That's fine. Does that count? Yeah, vacations. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Um, yeah, no, I, I think I think the fact that you're thinking about it too. That's step one. Yeah. You're already halfway there. Because mm-hmm. you're already very cognizant of it. And sometimes like I I'll still have like a lot of thoughts that are very negative towards myself. Um, but like I I'll, I know this is weird, but, like, the way I think of it, I literally will literally think of it like I'm, like, stabbing it away, like, my negative thoughts. And sometimes I'll need someone else to do it. Like, sometimes I can't just get rid of my negative t- thoughts that I have towards myself by myself. Sometimes I will literally just have to tell someone, like, I'm self-conscious about this. Um, and they don't have to tell me, like, don't be self-conscious about it. But just, like, telling it to someone can be helpful in and of itself. Because even if they're like, oh, yeah, whatever. Like, you realize how small of an issue it might actually just be. That always happens to me. So, yeah. I mean, there's no, there's no like, one, two, three step-by-step guide that we can give you to loving yourself. Because, honestly, we're both still working on it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's something that you're ever going to just be like, yes, I love myself. That's it. Because, I mean, you're also always, not always, but, I mean, bad days come every once in a while. Mm -hmm. So it's a process, and it's always going to be a process. So, you know, just the fact that you're already acknowledging that this is something you need to address is good. So just start taking time for yourself, you know, do the things that you want to do. I totally vibe with that. Um, And I wish you the best of luck. And And it sounds like if you... Or how, who you say you are, how you say you are, you're standing your friends 1,000%. Then already, like, you can already tell that you're deserving of love. You deserve everybody. Everybody. No. Yeah, everybody deserves love. Yeah. Everyone deserves love. Everyone deserves love. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're somebody horrible who deserves love from somebody else who's horrible, but you still deserve love. Exactly. Like me. <laughs> I'm definitely somebody horrible who deserves love. <laughs> I'm a halfway decent person who deserves love. <laughs> Uh, no. If I'm horrible, then you are actually... I don't know. Um, morally ambiguous. I don't know. I don't know if you're more or less horrible than me. Ooh, let's do a chart one day. Okay. Put that on the Instagram. Okay. We're almost at the end, folks. But, oh, God. Okay. This one's all you. Oh, God. Okay. Well, um, so weird. the next one is from Anonymous. Anonymous wants to know, Best slash worst Tinder dates you've ever been on? Have you ever ghosted someone? Worst hookups? 
Huh? You do it. Did you just pour me? I tried, but I couldn't. Best, worst Tinder date. We should go in order. We should go in order. Go ahead. Go tell us your worst oh, Tinder God. dates. What are worst your, Tinder? You've got a plenty um, of Tinder dates. I've got, so. I have so many. Do you want to hear about the, um, the Mexican guy uh-huh. that I went out on a date with who was sympathetic towards Trump? <laughs> um, there's the guy I went out with who found out I was queer and started trying, he tried to reassure me by telling me that animals were gay. And I'm like, I don't need your approval. Um, there's the one who might or might not have done cocaine while we were getting crepes. Uh, that was great. What the fuck? Um, I don't think I've heard that one. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, he wasn't, like, doing a line in the middle of this restaurant. Uh-huh. But his pupils were fucking blown. And I, he was, like, rubbing something into his gums or like rubbing at his oh. gums oh well and like, i looked at him and i was like i was kind of just like looking at him like what are you doing and he just looked at me like what nothing like super innocent and he, again his pupils were blown that's weird blown and he cu- kept up with he was so perfect he kept up with all of my lame jokes and like <laughs> playing around stories and all that and i'm like he probably did that because he was fucking gone I mean, the way to your heart is through your comedy, so. It is. Oh, my God. I love the more of a living meme you are, the more of a joke you are, mm-hmm. the better. Is that really bad taste? Yes. But is that my taste? Also, yes. He was so perfect. Did you ever, like, have a second date? That was a second date. Oh, that was. <laughs> Do you have a third date? No. Okay. But it wasn't because of that. It wasn't because of that. <laughs> it wasn't until later that I was thinking back and I was like, did he? That's funny. And I know he is into hard drugs. So honestly, maybe. <laughs> We're not going to talk about cocaine boy because that was a maybe. That was mm-hmm. a did he? Did he not? Mm-hmm. We'll never know. Yeah. But I liked It's a little um, mystery. You it know? is a mystery. Honestly, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna we're any just other gonna, we're just gonna okay right after this guy okay so i took a mini break uh-huh. but then i met somebody else um because mm-hmm. he was funny so there was like a little bit of it he didn't pick up on everything that i was like you know saying which was kind of upsetting but again i was thinking okay maybe i need to lower my standards a little because like what i'm looking for is not working and he was definitely better than the last guy so um we meet up First of all, he's making a big deal about paying for me. Mm-hmm. And that's an automatic turnoff. Because, I mean, like, offering to pay, that's nice. But he was making a big deal about it. Like, he would say, like, every other minute or so, just like, yeah, I'm picking up the time. Yeah, I'll cover you. Don't worry about it. Like, don't worry about it. I've got, uh, I've got like it. Like, it's a it. huge deal. And, like, yeah, you owe like, him. making a huge deal. Like, I, yeah. yeah. And I do not like that. That does not work for me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I usually like to just, like, you know, split it, cover myself, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he was making a big deal about it. And I was just like, God. First of all, uh, I had something about chicken tenders in my bio. I love chicken tenders. So he was like, oh, um, we'll go. I'll, like, look up a bar that has good chicken tenders. And we'll, like, go get chicken tenders, get a few drinks. And I was like, wow, somebody's actually going to put an effort to plan. And it's not just going to fall on me. Great. So he got points for that. But then he didn't find the fucking bar. He took me to Raising Cane's. Made a big deal about paying for me. And then he tried to use his, like, student points to pay and got mad when they wouldn't take them. And I'm like, I never asked you to pay for me. What the fuck? Like, why Why do I have to listen to you complain now? 
But he was just like, oh, it's not a big deal, but... Which is so annoying! Yeah, because it's like... God. Oh, and he also called me a cheap date because of, like... <laughs> because he went to Raising Cane's. And I was like, you're the one who decided on this. Yeah. Wait, I've never even heard of Raising Cane's. Raising Cane's is basically Chick-fil-A, but for chicken tenders instead of chicken nuggets. Oh, wow. I th- okay. <laughs> Wait, oh, I thought it was a bar. No, no, no. No, no, It's a fast food place. Oh, my God. I don't know. I always feel, like, vaguely uncomfortable with the thought of, like, I don't know, like, wh- like why is someone paying for me? Like, why? I don't know. I think for some people, it's, like, a polite thing to do, and they yeah. really don't think about it. Like, I'm one of those people, mm-hmm. like, I am more than happy to pay for my friends if we're, mm-hmm. like, going out or something. Because, yeah. I don't know, that, like, giving gifts. Mm-hmm. Well, is like one of my love languages. But that that's different with people that you know really well and you care I mean, about. True. I don't know. But, but I, I think also like I mean, you're a lesbian. You're <laughs> mostly dating women. And I think for people who oh, yeah. that's true. are that's like true. a men man woman mm-hmm. dynamic, things are a bit different because there's been expectations. Like, so many expectations and for so long mm-hmm. too of men co- being providers. Yeah. So I think you have to take that into account. Mm-hmm. Do I agree with it? No. Yeah. But, but you know why that's But there. am I conscious of it? Yeah. And do I understand why some people try to, like, you know, do that? Mm-hmm. Yes. But then, then, like, you don't look good if you're, like, making this grand show either. <sighs> you really don't. You really don't Do you think all. he was, like, trying to, like, brag about it or he was trying to make you feel like, oh, wow, he's so great. Like, both. he paid for it. Probably me. both. I don't <laughs> know. I was really mad, though, because I was promised a bar and I was... Okay, but I love Raising Cane's, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But, like, just the fact that he was making such a big deal about it, that was a no. That Is there was, any advice no. you can give to our listeners? I'm not done with my story. Oh! That is not the worst <laughs> part of it. That's not the worst part. That's not the worst part of it. <laughs> so we're at Raising Cane's. And on the way there, first of all, it took forever to get there. And I was really mad about it because it was cold. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't know how it came up in conversation, but I told him about, uh, oh, I said I'm gay. Mm-hmm. So then we, like, have our food. <laughs> he sits us down. And, what a like, power move, by the way. <laughs> and it just, like, slipped out. I don't know. It was, like, natural in conversation. Uh-huh. And I didn't think anything of it yeah. because it's not like I try to hide who I am. Yeah. And I also changed my bio a lot, so I, like, I'm not sure when it is and is not in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, he first of all, he sits us in, like, the most – removed booth from the rest of the restaurant so we're just sitting there and he's like um can i ask you a question and i'm just thinking fucking hell like this is probably gonna be horrible so it's just like yeah sure go ahead thinking like at the very least i can like throw my drink at him and take my tenders and run so he's like (laughs) this is so funny he was he was trying to be like so hard to beat around the bush he was like um so earlier you said you were gay but we're on a date right now. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah, um, I'm bisexual, but I use gay. Just like, uh-huh. so I was like, I just use the blanket term, but I'm bisexual. And he was like, oh, okay. And then he went so hard trying to make me feel good about my queerness. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, no, that's totally fine. Like, um, oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> actually, thanks for saying he was so. like, no, that's like, that's totally fine. Like, animals are gay. Um, it's found in nature. 
he was like, I interned at this place over the summer, and I was the only straight person. So, like, I learned a lot of things, like, saying something So, I'm is basically gay, gay right? Shut, <laughs> let me finish. So, he was like, so he was like, I learned a lot. Like, he kept going on and on and on and repeating himself. He was like, animals are gay. Animals are gay. Animals are gay. It's fun in nature. It's okay. It's fine. I'm fine with that. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Like, that's totally okay. I'm okay with that. And I was literally just sitting there eating my fries. Like, okay. Like, I didn't agree to this date just so you could, like, approve of my life. Yeah. And it was so awkward. It was so unbelievably awkward. Because he was sitting there and he was like, I really like you. I really like spending time with you. I really want to spend more time with you. Um, I haven't felt this way in a long time. And my this last person I was with did me dirty. But I really like you. La, 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 la. You're so funny and all this. And I'm not trying to say this to, like, build myself up. Like, he was seriously saying all of these things and i was so uncomfortable because it was a first date and yeah. he was already trying to get a second third fourth fifth he was trying to make this like a long-term thing on the first date mm-hmm. and i was so uncomfortable and i was also really mad mm-hmm. it was because it's putting a ton of pressure on you it was a lot of pressure because even if you were into this guy that's already a lot of that's pressure. already a lot of pressure yeah but i'm just like how can i say no and just like dip out bounce out so um i am not proud of this but like once I finally made my escape, I did ghost him. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know. I feel like I was putting out a lot of signals throughout the night that I was unhappy. And he was not picking up on any of them. And he was also being really pushy. He was being really rude. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, in a lot of ways, this guy was worse than the Trump one. Mm-hmm. Because he was being, I don't know, he just felt, it just felt really manipulative and calculated. Like, telling me um, everything's okay. To make me, like, trust him. Yeah. Like, trying to pay for the meal. And then whenever we got an Uber from Raising Cane's to the bar, he was also making a big deal about paying for that Uber as well. And just, like, a lot of these different things. And whenever um, I finally made my escape from the bar, I told him, like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to head out now. He was like, oh, are you sure? Like, I thought we could maybe go back to my place and hang out. You know what that means. Yeah. What part of this evening would make you, would make you think I'm even, like, remotely interested? That's wild. It was... It was upsetting. I mean, like, if, if he's being rude, then there's no way that he deserves your politeness. Like, I think you're in the right to ghost him. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel a little bad because we actually talked about ghosting oh. and how we both hated it. But not that bad when I'm looking back at it mm. because I was just Horrible. Yeah, I hate ghosting when it's with someone who's on the same page, but yeah, that's if it's literally coming out of nowhere, then yeah. I feel bad. Mm-hmm. That sounds hellish. Yep, my two worst Tinder dates back to back, <laughs> back to back. What were, were the, the other things? We're done. No, I'm we're done. Not. There's one more. No, either can't. You be. have to drink. You have to drink for this next one because it's that really deep one. What's the deep one? I'm so tired. No, there isn't. What are you talking about? Yes, Where? Oh, my God. Do we have to answer that one? We do not have to answer that one. We have plenty of answers. I think it'd be funny if we, like, okay, chug. Chug, and we're going to answer it. Why? I'm tired. Because it's going to be funny. You're not the one that's to fucking edit all this shit. Come on. I had a burp, but it didn't come out. Fuck. Okay, come on. We're almost done with this bottle. I can't drink anymore. Yes, I'm you gonna, can. I'm going to fall asleep if I drink more. Okay, then fall asleep. No! Yes. 
god. <laughs> it's turned into an ocean. Ta-da! Oh, did you want to lick it? No. Yeah, I did. I wanted that drop. <laughs> I already got it! <laughs> meow, 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 moral fixation. What? What? Like the Shakira album? Um. Jesus Christ. Okay, um, listeners, lovers, fans. It is time for our last question. Thank you all for following us on this journey. Anyway, here goes whatever. This is anonymous number two. Maybe anonymous number one. Who knows? Maybe they're both the same person. Um, <laughs> what a scandal. But this is question. The last one. Is this what love looks like? He disappears as quickly as he re-enters my life to share my twin-sized bed and get drunk enough to wallow in mutual sadness. <laughs> Does it sound like either of us know what love looks like? <laughs> I, I like if anything, I lean towards apathy. <laughs> you are you capable of love? I don't think I am. Sometimes I don't know if I am. I want to believe that I am. I like, don't know. Yeah, I'd like to think. That I'm going to, like, find someone. I'm going to fall in love. But I've never been in love. So I don't know what love looks like. <laughs> yeah, same. Same, 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 same. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know. You sound sad, though. And that makes me sad. Yeah. You know, but, I, okay, look. No, you know, don't ask other people what love looks like, you know. Just ask yourself. Feel what you're feeling. If ask you're, yourself. If you're feeling... Do you um, feel loved? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like this is love? Do you feel like you're in love? This is something that you have to answer. Mm -hmm. And you know what? If you... If you... um, to burp. <laughs> if you... If you're so bothered by this, and honestly, it sounds like you are, and also this is really poetic. I don't know if this is how you usually write or not, but like... If this isn't love, then this sounds like some strong kind of feelings towards something. Yeah. Maybe it's... Maybe you need that. Maybe you need that. Maybe you need mm -hmm. love. Or you need that person to wallow with because wallowing with someone else feels better than wallowing alone. Why do you think we have this podcast? Yeah. We like to wallow with strangers. I thought we were wallowing with each other. Yeah, but we always Does wallow with each other. Does all of this mean nothing? We've always wallowed okay, with yeah, each other. Okay, yeah, true. Now we just are recording it and sharing it with other people. I love the internet. <laughs> but yeah, you know, if it makes you feel better, what's wrong with that? Yeah, but also, like, if he's disappearing as quickly as he re-enters your life to just oh. share your fucking bed, if this is just sex, that does not sound like love to me. If you're, if this is sex and something more, then maybe, yeah. maybe love is wallowing in mutual sadness together. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like if if being with this person makes you feel good, then stick with that. If you're looking for, like, but does feeling good mean love? No, it doesn't. It doesn't mean love. But at the same time, like I don't think you need to be so love focused. We are at the point. At of time in our life when people are getting married. That's what people oh my god. Some people, some people are love focused. I know. That's so weird to me. I'm like, like um, some people, I don't know. Luckily, I don't think anyone from. Not that love means marriage or marriage means love. No, 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 no. I no. would totally enter a marriage of convenience if you asked mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Yeah. Just a hint, hint. I've always wanted, I've always found it glamorous to be in, have like multiple marriages. 
I don't know why. That's off topic. <laughs> okay, one time Andrea told me that she thought I could be one of those sugar babies that's like a financial dom. Mm-hmm. And that was like honestly mm-hmm. one of the nicest things anybody had ever said to me. <laughs> I mean, I introduced you to the whole concept of financial doms, right? Yeah. I feel like... Because you told me I thought you thought I'd be good at it. And I was like, what's that? Mm. I feel like that's still something you should pursue. Really? Yeah. You're so good to me. <laughs> I love you. You're so sweet. I wouldn't let you financial dom me. <laughs> Why? Why aren't you into that? I feel like this... But also, the preemptive conversation before that was your tinder thing you every time you say it, it gets me every time you oh say it. okay oh. <laughs> when i'm done with um uh people my age and all the crusty ass guys that i meet on tinder because let's be honest there's not that many women on tinder a b a lot of the women that are on tinder don't usually make the first move see me <laughs> andrea <laughs> Regardless of sexuality, um, uh, maybe this isn't true for everybody, but like in our experience, yes. this is what happened. Mm-hmm. And life's expensive. Again, I have two jobs so I can afford brunch. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I like to just, you know, like yell and get frustrated and tell myself that I'm going to go down to the financial district, set my Tinder radius to one and my age limit to none. <laughs> what a motto. I want that tattooed on my ass. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, <gasps> Oh, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna learn stick and poke just for that. Oh, my. God. We're going to stick Wait, and poke it onto each if other? If I learn how to do it, you'll let me do it to you? No, I'm not promising to that. What? You almost did. I literally almost you did. Literally my hand was out. Did. My hand was out. To Her pinky, pinky was out. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder, like, what's my price? Everyone has a price. Honestly, um, everyone. Okay, so story I mean, time. Andrea was once propositioned for $1,000. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, that was below her price because she didn't I, take it. Honestly, I considered it for a minute. I considered $1,000 is a lot of money. I think, like, if I – because, well, first of all, I was propositioned by a man, um, and that was outside of my comfort and interest zone. But I wonder, like – like, what would have been the thing that pushed me to say yes, you know? Like, what's the number? What's my number? Because I I never, never in my life would I have thought I would have said yes for $1,000. But when it happened, I was, like, slightly considering it. It's $1,000. It's $1,000, money. yeah. <laughs> That's, like, half a month's rent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. I hate everyone. Um... Yeah, you know, he was, like, at least a decade older than me. <laughs> Yikes. Maybe that would have been my foray into becoming a sugar baby. I feel like he would be a really good sugar baby. How so? I like only talking about myself. <laughs> you only like talking about yourself. Uh-huh. Oh, wait, you're right. That is it. Yeah, but, there you go. But you're also, like, mm-hmm. very knowledgeable on different social norms and, mm. like, um, politics, manners, mm-hmm. all that. You I'm know, ready for you, cotillion. You, I'm- <laughs>